Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm extraordinarily thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at chimeras today. Also, you could pronounce it chimera, but sometimes it is pronounced chimera. Um, and just what is it? Does it have anything to do with dinosaurs after the flood? Does it have anything to do with the cherubims that one could see before Noah's flood that guarded the entrance to the Garden of Eden, which seems to be where the cherubims came from in ancient Babylonian, Sumerian, Assyrian uh, architecture and all that. Let's get started. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church, family. Leave a five-star review. Just help people find us and subscribe. We're just going to look a little bit at Chimera's on Wikipedia. We understand the pros and cons of Wikipedia, but they do pretty good with this one. So a Chimera or a Chimera in ancient Greek, it means she-goat. According to Greek mythology, it was a monstrous, fire-breathing hybrid creature composed of different animal parts from Lycia, Asia Minor. It was usually depicted as a lion with the head of a goat protruding from its back and a tail that might end with a snake's head. Now, let's go into what in Ezekiel 1, among other places, what a cherubim is. Of course, it is an eagle head, it is a cow head, it is a lion's head, and it is a man's head. So maybe some uh, kind of tangential representation in that mythologies, mythologies over time never go closer to the truth. They always move further away from the truth. So this would have been something moving further away from the truth, obviously. Maybe it's a dinosaur. The term chimera has come to describe any mythical or fictional creature with parts taken from various animals. To describe anything composed of disparate parts, are perceived as wildly imaginative, implausible, or dazzling. And that's probably, that's the most used today. It's just, you know, wildly imaginative. It's got some wonderful pictures on here. The Chimera of Arizo and Estruscan Braun, the Estruscans, which I've done some podcasts on the Estruscans as well. And it dates from 400 B.C. Absolutely incredible. Um, and then there is a chimera on a red figure, a Pulian plate from 350 to 340 B.C. that's found in the Louvre. It looks pretty representative as well. The parents of the chimera was Typhon and Akinda. E-C-H-I-D-N-A. Siblings were Lemme and Hydra, famous Hydra, Orthrus and Cerberus, the three-headed dog. Consort was Othrus. Offspring was Nemean, Lion, and the Sphinx. Also has a uh, Roman mosaic of Bellerophon riding Pegasus and slaying the Chimera, 2nd to 3rd centuries A.D. And Pegasus, he was kind of uh, the winged horse from Corinth, that area. Got another picture on here, a Hellenistic Greek pebble mosaic depicting Bellerophon riding Pegasus while killing the Chimera. 
This is from the Museum of Rhodes Archaeological Museum from 300 to 270 BC. And uh, we're going to see who Bellerophon was, also known as Hippanois, the, the horse knower, more commonly known as Bellerophon or Bellerophontes, ancient Greek slayer of Belleros, was a divine Corinthian hero of Greek mythology, the son of Poseidon in Euronome, and the foster son of Golokos. He was the greatest hero and slayer of monsters alongside Cadmus and Perseus before the days of Hercules. Among the greatest feats was killing the chimera of the Iliad, a monster that Homer depicted with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail. And her breath came out in terrible blast of burning flame. Which I find it fascinating that in China and Great Britain, you're talking two opposite parts of the world when travel was very slow and most people never went more than 20 miles from or their village that um, you had fire-breathing dragons and that Alexander the Great said there was a dragon in India they used to keep in a cave. So that's pretty incredible right there. So... Homer described the chimera in the Iliad saying she was of divine stock, not of men, in the forepart a lion, the hinder part a serpent, in the midst of a goat, breathing forth a terrible wise, the might of blazing fire. Hesiod and Apollodorus gave similar description, a three-headed creature with a lion in front, a fire-breathing groat in the middle, the serpent in the rear. Now, these could be manifestations of Satan, if Satan is, in fact, the anointed cherub that covers and uh, according to Homer, the chimera was reared by Erisodorus, the father of Atamnius and Maris, Trojan warriors killed by Nestor's son, uh, Antilochus, and Trasmedes was a vain to many men. As told in the Iliad, the Herod Bellerophon was ordered by the king of Glycia to slay the chimera, hoping the monster would kill Bellerophon. Still, the hero, trusting the signs of the gods, succeeded in killing the chimera. Here, see it adds, Bellerophon had help in killing the chimera, saying, Her did Pegasus and noble Bellerophon slay. Apollo Doris, two words, gave a more complete account of the story. It says, Iobates, the king of Lycia, had ordered Bellerophon to kill the chimera, had been killing cattle, devastated country, since he thought that the chimera when it instead killed Bellerophon, for it was more than a match for many, let alone one. The hero mounted his winged horse Pegasus, which sprung from the blood of Medusa, the snake-headed goddess, Then, soaring on high, shut down the chimera from the height. Smart thinking. There's a Roman mosaic in the from Aton, Mose Roland, 2nd 3rd century AD, of uh, just a, a gorgeous painting. And then depicted on an attic vase. So uh, there were similar creatures. A fire-breathing lioness was one of the earliest solar and war deities of ancient Egypt. Representations from 3,000 years, it says here, prior to the Greeks. There's a picture of a gold reel, possibly with an ear stud with a winged pegasus, outer band, the Khmer, inner band, Magna Gratia or Eteria, 4th century B.C., in the Louvre. The intricacy is out of this world in that.
So the lioness represented the war goddess and protector of both cultures that would unite as ancient Egypt. Sekhmet is one of the dominant deities in Upper Egypt, which would be lower to us, and Bast in Lower Egypt as a divine mother, and more especially as protector. For Lower Egypt, Bast became strategically associated with Wadjet, patron goddess of Lower Egypt. In Etruscan civilization, Jamir appears in the orientalizing period that precedes Etruscan archaic art. The Khmer appears in Etruscan wall paintings in the 4th century BC. Of course, the Etruscans and Romans eventually took them over. In Indus civilization are pictures of the Khmer and many seals. Now notice, Indus, this Indus River, is thousands of miles from the Mediterranean, especially central Mediterranean. There are different kinds of Khmer composed of animals from the Indian subconscious. Not known what the Indus people called the Khmer. Although the Khmer of antiquity was forgotten in medieval art, Khmerical figures appear as embodiments of the deceptive, even satanic forces of raw nature. They're depicted with human face and a scaly tail, as in Dante's vision of Gideon and Inferno, hybrid monsters more akin to the Montecor of Pliny's natural history, um, provide iconic representations of hypocrisy and fraud, while in the 17th century, through a symbolic representation of Caesar Ripa's iconological. And so, uh, making myself a note about this manticore, because I may have read it before, but I don't know anything about it. So, uh, it seems pretty cool, no doubt about it. Um, but again, this could go back to cherubims, and maybe... More than one cherub fell when one of the angels fell. I don't know. Um, the myths of the Chimera may be found in the Biblioteca Sudea, excuse me, Pseudo Apollodorus, Book 1, the Iliad, Book 16 by Homer, which some people will date back to the 12th century BC. Homer didn't go that far back, probably. But uh, by Hyginus, the Metamorphosis, Book 339 by Ovid. And the Theogony by Hesiod, Virgil, and his Aeneid employs Chimera for the name of Gidanic ship of Gaius. And the ship race with possible allegory significance, contemporary uh, Roman politics. There's eternal fires of Chimera in Lycia, modern-day Turkey, where the myth takes place. And then Neo-Hittite Chimera that I mentioned earlier, in Assyrian and all this, at the Museum Anatolian Civilization. So the Hittites had them as well. There's actually a Mount Chimera. Pliny the Elder cited Cetasis and quoted Photius identifying the Chimera with an area of permanent gas vents that still may be found by the hikers on the Lycian Way in southwest Turkey, called in Turkish Flaming Rock or Yanartis. The area contains some two dozen vents in the ground grouped into patches on the hillside above the temple of Hephaestus, uh, about three kilometers north of Cyrilli, near ancient Olympus in Lycia. I guess some would think this was the gates of hell. The vents emit burning methane, thought to be of metamorphic origin. The fires of those were landmarks in ancient times were used by navigation for sailors. The Neo-Hittite Chimera from Carchemish, dated, listen to how late, 850 to 750 B.C., or how early, I should say, 
which now housed in the Museum of Anatolian Civilizations, believed to be the basis for the Greek legend. It differs, however, from the Greek version in that a winged body of a lioness has a human head rising from her shoulders. Some Western scholars of Chinese art, starting with Victor Siglin, used the word chimera generically to refer to winged leonin or mixed species quadrupeds such as Bixi, Tianlu, and even Kilin. And uh, there is an article that we won't go into, Chimera in Popular Culture, because that is not our focus. So the Chimera, you know, demonic, uh, extinct species, totally mythological, something that came from observing the cherubims at the Garden of Eden, some satanic vision uh, or a dinosaur. I, I don't know. But God knows. <laughs> but it is something to study. So God bless you. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church family. And we will talk with you later. Do check out our other podcast here on the channel. We've got into the over, well over a thousand, well over 1,500, I think. Bye-bye.